Guys, shut the fuck up. <sighs> Thank you. Okay, and you two, keep your mics near your mouths. There's a reason you guys sound like you're in a tunnel every time you talk. Are we recording? Yes, we are right Okay, now. good. There you go. So... Like the, like the last episode that just aired when I went, no one can hear you to Cody, it was because you all you did was lean back in the couch. Yeah. But the couch is comfy. I don't care. <laughs> then pull the mic closer. I have to pull the table closer to get it to my face. You can do that too. It's the last episode of the season. We're all going to make it. Fuck it. Just <laughs> fucking send it. Fucking send it. By <laughs> talking about fucking sending it. Uh, yeah. Oh. I can't wait for you guys to hear this story. So, I don't even know how to start this story. Okay, so what this one time at in? band camp. <laughs> Joke will never Um, go. Where's my mouse? I don't know. It's right there. Up your ass. Is it? Continue. Get off your phone. Off your Highly phone. Suspicious. <laughs> we Why just got a message it? from Trevor. Off your phone. Are we recording? Yes. I just said we've been recording, but you're too busy looking at that. Well, fucking you said screen. no. You said that we. You. Oops. Stopped recording. And then I so said I was, we're back now. Okay. Well, and you I were really too busy looking at that stupid fucking screen. Yeah. So. The girl that I'm seeing and I were having adult time. Seeing? Wait, time out. Seeing? Dating. You need to define this relationship. Dating. Is it a fish hole? It, is we, it a fish we hole? No, we haven't talked. Well, I mean, we haven't talked about it. I, I'll get into that later. <laughs> Tell your story. Because now I'm going to throw you under the bus. Adult time. Adulting. So playing with clients. Anywho, we are having adult time. And... Uh, her dog is on the corner of the bed on its, like, she has a separate blanket on the corner of her bed for her dog, a spot for her dog. And she has a really big fucking bed. And so we're on the other wing of the bed, having adult time. And he thinks it's playtime and starts trying to get in between us. And it's like trying to lick her face. And I want to so be we, very we clear. Just, Ignore Thomas. Please go into painstaking detail on this story. You're going to want this. So. Painstaking we're, detail. We're in missionary. And he starts coming over and trying to lick her face and like playing around. And like, we're like, no, no. Go back to your. Just just stay. Stay in your corner. We are busy. <laughs> and so like he for like five seconds goes back over to the, the spot and we get him to like stop. We go back to business, and I feel full contact up my ass cheek. <laughs> this dog straight up tried to eat my ass. <laughs> like, full on. <laughs> just falling. Just looking, looking for a snack. <laughs> and, you know, if you know where my tattoo is on my ass? Like, dead square on it, just... Now, was it shock or... It was, no, it was, it was straight shock. And I... It was one of those situations, you know, the question like, your dad is one inch into you and you're one inch into your mom. Which direction do you go to yeah. get out of? That's kind of that situation. Do you I, let the dog keep licking? Yeah. Or you do, do, do the, yeah. Do you, and yeah, so do you I, pretend I it's had, not there? Before he could get another lick in, I reach behind me and like grab his snout and push him over. I'm like, I need a minute. And so I go into the bathroom and wipe my ass. <laughs> wipe Not even his crack. Fucking... Like wipe the butt cheek. Yeah, I had to grab a paper like a to piece of toilet paper and wipe her dog's slobber off of my ass cheek. And you know this dog. At the bar, his jowls are constantly have strings of drool coming out of his jaws. I was going to make sure I never have that dog lick me because it licked his ass. Yeah. Yeah. But you've shaken his hand and his fucking finger's been up his ass. And in my mouth. I don't really shake hands with his ass. Oh, he's played with your beard. He's pat you on the back. Yes, he has. He's touched your nipples with his poopy finger. <laughs> so, yeah, that is... That is... Uh, so have you. 
I ain't complaining. So the the important question: Did it end the time, or did you finish? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just killed it. In the words, in the words of Christopher Titus, and the room went cold. God damn. And the best part is, of all the people. She was the most disappointed about this. She's like, really? That you're going to let that deter you? Okay, You fine. got cock-blocked by a dog. God yeah. damn. <laughs> by yeah. a wiener, per se. Huh. And then the best part is... Yeah. No, I wouldn't say cock-blocked, because that would mean she was not willing. Uh, she wanted to keep going. Someone he, couldn't fuck He us. could not. Your wiener way, got... it's de- cock-blocked. It, Your wiener yeah. is like being a cock-blocked. A little bit, yeah. Fuck off. Um, Fist. Now, if it was to have turned around and it was her licking your ass, would you still have ended? In the position we're in, that would be incredible flexibility. No, he didn't say in the position you were in. He said if if she was in that position. Yeah, no, no. Like she was the one licking your ass. No, I'd have to get my butthole bleached if I was going to have anybody (laughs) eat my ass. He lies. He lies like you know, a rug. You, you didn't have I mean, to bleach it for your finger. What about the health and well-being uh, of your own. finger? I was in the shower. I washed it off. <laughs> he lies like a rug. No. I'm surprised no, I don't. didn't power through. So no, she, it was, it she was, was disappointed. It was, it was like too much too much of like the shock factor of an un, unexpected I don't care. Licking I would of power an ass. through. No. Well, and the best part is we were I talking. Mean, a little we, bit later. We, we went out to Mexican last night with... Her and Max and my fiance, and the best part is we got to talking about this, and we brought up my dog, and our dog had this problem where, and it didn't happen for like the first six months we had her, but like the last three or four months we had her, when her and I were to do our thing, dog thought it was playtime, and we would let her out, we would do everything to make sure that she was good. The dog would start bouncing around the bed and jumping and come right up to my fiance and do this. Just right here. Hold on. You went from dinner to sex and your dog. No, no. He was telling the story at dinner yesterday. Oh. Yeah. I, I'm He's sorry. This is story. why you take the dog out of the room no, then and she would, the door. Then she would bark and never stop. There's Don't no care. Ward, There's Warden's point. trained just to sit on the floor. Yeah. He knows. He's off the stare. bed, and he's off the bed. Mine goes oh, no. out of our, the door. Our dog thought it was playtime to start bouncing around the bed and come right up to me <laughs> and my fiance's face and be like, and like, and, and, and I can't, I, the only way I can describe it is the play look from the Rottweiler from the movie The Secret Life of Pets. Play? <laughs> play? Like, that's what yeah. she looked like. She had this dumb, like, <laughs> let's play, let's play. And it, like, it, and the second we got done, she didn't want to play anymore. Like, she was just like, humans are playing! But then the other best part is you opened your fat mouth yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. At dinner. Yeah, because when we were talking about Vegas and... Right. And you said something along the lines of that you hadn't defined the relationship yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, so we were talking about, uh, we were talking about, you know, how, how fun it would be to go to... Or the girls were talking about how fun it would be to go to Vegas for, like, a weekend. And Frazier and I were like, why? There's we don't want to gamble. And me and my fat mouth, who is also two margaritas in, <laughs> and is know. opens my mouth. is like, one, I already have an addictive personality, so I'm not going to go gambling. And the only other thing in Vegas is prostitution. And while well, I'm in a form of a relationship, so that's not possible. The worst part of this she locked on to was a <laughs> form of a relationship. Wrong thing to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she looked him the second he said it, and he kept talking because he didn't see her face twitch. Damn it. <laughs> but she seriously, her head cocked at a 45, and she looked at me and goes, form of relationship? I went, nope, nope, you're not roping me into this. <laughs> no, you're not. No. He yeah. said it. He yeah. did it. Yeah. I'm running this. <laughs> yeah. Your turn to my Me and my fat mouth. But then we kind of turned it into a joke, and then. And now she still wants to you to define that relationship. Yeah, we gotta talk about that later. Oh, really? <laughs> so, what was the determine? What was the verdict of that uh, talk? No, 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 like we'll like her and I will talk about that later. Oh, I thought like you said we haven't you did. we haven't talked about that yet. I thought you said you yeah. did talk about no, that. No, okay. I'm 
just yeah, it was it was here. hilarious because of all the fuck ups I made, that <clears> you guys <throat> were like, oh, you didn't shouldn't have said that. Yeah, now I get to yeah. sit back and go, oh, it is yeah. kind of fun. It's yeah. fun, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. The one in the fucking it's like it's like watching you. It's it is exactly like what watching your little brother fuck up, and you're just sitting in the corner smiling, waiting for dad to get home. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Except I was the one always getting fucked over because I was the youngest. Why is that? Why is that the most entertaining thing on the planet? Watching your sibling get just fucking mm-hmm. roasted. Because it's always you that gets roasted. Like it's finally nice to not be the one getting roasted. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see somebody else in the crosshairs. Right. So welcome mm-hmm. to the Bar Tools Podcast. It is the last episode of season, season three. three. We have made it ninety episodes, and you. By the way, I have a story to share. You How sons the fuck do they still listen to us? I don't know. These people... I told you four episodes ago. These people are idiots. Like, fuck the listeners. I don't know They're what's wrong really with them. They're really fucked up. <laughs> They're with you guys. And you know what? I went back through our anal- analytics again. Most of our episodes that we have listens for... Keep in mind, I'm one of them because I listen to our episodes every Monday to check on the production quality. And Same. that way I can yell at Thomas and Cody for not getting their mouths close enough to the mic. What? Uh-huh. uh-huh. And that way I have full grounds to yell at them. Um, but so most of our episodes, 20 epi- twenty listens, 20 to 30 les- listens, 50 listens, episodes like full contact fisting, <laughs> even though Love Steven probably wasn't our most entertaining episode. Probably not. No. Yeah. But people click on those episodes. So we don't have to make it over the top gruesomely sexual, but we apparently you fucks like to click on shit that's just on the extreme level of weird. Like, Clickbait. <laughs> I'm still saying our last episode should be called Making Bombs for Hitler. <laughs> I, I agree. Thank you. But everyone, I mean, I'm not saying I don't agree. Like I agree with you, but I guarantee you it's not going to last long on the internet. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> we get canceled. Hey, so you know quickly. what? If Elon gets Twitter, we might have a way to skirt that shit. Yeah. Who knows? I heard something about that the other day that was pretty fucking wild. Anyway, so uh, fun what is story up with your fucking lamp, dude. I don't know. Well, I don't think it's ever fun. done that before. Is it just flickering at us? It's going from like bright to dim back to bright. Is your, is your I, I'm bulb thinking it's because out? you have two bulbs in there and one of them is fucked up. That or you have something kicking well, on around here, like the ice maker or something that's sucking power from it's that. I don't know that bulb's also probably. So anyway, I was at the gym today. Actually, let me back up to Monday. I told Max this already. So you know the teenagers that Max and I have been ranting about at the gym? The guys who don't really do anything. And right? Well, there's that. But the biggest problem is there's like four or five of them that actually do stuff. And then like 20 of their friends that stand around and do nothing. Oh, thank you. Um, so I was leaving one of my little brother's lacrosse games the other day. And one of the guys pulled his helmet off and went, oh, that dude goes to my gym. I know who that is. And so I, uh, I I introduced myself on Monday. I just wanted to know his name and all that. I was like, hey, I see you on the team. And he's one of the guys that works out. Well, today I'm at the gym. And one of the other teammates comes in. And he's been coming for a while. I just didn't make the connection. Like the light bulb didn't kick on. And then I hear somebody yell a name that I'm not going to yell out loud. And... Uh, and I went, wait a minute. I know that name. So I started taking pictures of all these dudes in the gym and sending them to my little brother. I'm like, do you recognize these guys? Like, yeah, they all play lacrosse with me. I'm like, your friends are going to be killed because all of his teammates, all, all, all of them, all of the boys I've been bitching about that do nothing are all his teammates on lacrosse. All of them. So I sent him like a bunch of rants about how I wanted to. And one of them, okay, I'm going to say his name because it doesn't matter. His name is Brody, and if it doesn't uh, – exactly. Thank you. Thank you. I, I seriously – I texted him. I said, who names their kid Brody? How much do their parents hate him? Like, you get named Brody, you don't even have to show up. We know you're a douche. It's like Kyle or Chad. We just know you're an asshole. Or Glenn. I feel like Glenn's more like Ned Flanders Come kind on, of guy. We know a Glenn from our old job that was glorious. Oh, yeah. He's cool. But but you don't think that when you hear it. Like, you don't hear Bertha. I had a gal. I, okay, here's a true story. Oh, that's the name of my hammer. Bertha? <laughs> yeah, Big Bertha. Huh. I got a hammer at work. It's, it's like the, it's the biggest hammer in the shop, and so we call it Big Bertha. Mine, mine's called the purse. 
<laughs> we need to get them together, Big Bertha and the Purse. It's just like a band name. So I seriously, I'm sixth, uh, sixth period English senior year. There's a amazingly attractive Latin gal behind us. That's a foreign exchange student, and she's learning English and all that. We also actually had a German guy in our class. He was cool. And so I'm in class, and we're talking. And I forgot what the teacher said or what the reference was, but she said something about like something or other. And she kind of looks around the room as a joke. And she's like, man, that's just not an attractive word, is it? I said, no, not at all. She looks at me and goes, what do you mean? I said, it's like Bertha or Agnes or Myra. It's not an attractive name. And the girl behind me goes, my first name's actually Bertha. And I whip around and everyone's eyes get wide as fuck. And I whip around because all of us know her as... um, I think her, her, what we all called her was Alejandra, which is mm-hmm. Mexican name, whatever. And I was like, I thought your name was this. She goes, yeah, but I don't use my real first name because I think it's ugly. And I turn back around, and my teacher is staring <laughs> at me, trying to hold back the laughter, but her <laughs> eyes are still the size of baseballs. <laughs> and I'm like, I seriously, I looked her, I turned around, I'm like, I am so sorry. She goes, no, no, that's why I tell you my name is Alejandra, because I hate my first name so much. And I look at my teacher, I go... I said it straight out loud. I was like, I feel like an asshole. And she goes, you should. And I go, I, I looked at her. Can I, I said, can I please go out in the hall and hide from this embarrassment? She goes, you absolutely can. I would have said no. Not. I spent, no, I spent, bask in it. I spent the rest of the period just out in the hall staring at the wall wishing my life would end. You know what that reminds me of? That episode, You know that episode of Big Mouth where uh, – Andrews jerks off in his best friend's like right next to his best friend while they're sleeping. And he's like, well, yes. what, do, what do I do? Like, what do I clean up with? It's like, sleep, sleep in it, pig. <laughs> sleep in it, you filthy cum pig. You, you jerk off king of Rhode Island. <laughs> Gross. Dude. I couldn't do it. I could. I, I mean, if I was he in bed, could. Next, if I was in bed next to my best friend, I'd be, wouldn't be jerking off, but you he know. would. <laughs> You know what? I was in basic training with 40 other guys. There this was at least 10 guys that night jerking all, jerking off at the same Cody, time. Cody, can you um, please do the double-handed thing? Did it sound like this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I was like, I was like, like, do the thing, do the thing. Do the thing. Anybody <laughs> want some race pudding? Oh. <laughs> Tapioca, oh, just a big bowlful. Oh, oh god! Oh, that. Oh, oh speaking. You speaking of that picture. Oh. Speaking of that, we had uh, we had a kid in we had a kid in basic training who got this like zit cyst kind of thing oh, developed god, on his no. back. Did it look like soft serve rice cream? And cream? it looks like it, it was like as big as a mole, like yeah. the white head. Yeah. Was oh. as big as a mole. Wow. Oh. oh. And no, it was huge. And he, there were so many times where he was like, I have to pop it. I have to pop it. He was like, no, we're popping it the night before graduation. Uh, that's <laughs> god so, awful, man. That's we you gotta go, be in so much pain. But you have to go, no, you have to go to the hospital. <laughs> no, you don't. Sometimes. Not in basic. You can get kicked out for anything and everything. You Probably not to, for that. You can but go to medical prob- for that. Like, like, yeah. Fine. But we forced this kid to save his shit nasty pimple on his back See, until that the would be very painful. last that's what I'm day. saying. Yeah. <laughs> You're an out because that's painful. Dude, yeah, I well, and I heard one and Oh, it was fucking gross. Did it smell? It was so fucking Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it fucking smelled. Well, yeah, he it, smelled. It's there's oh. a reason why he got a pimple that fucking oh, big. It's rotting dead skin inside you. What yeah, do you want? And it's infection, so yeah. He we finally like <gasps> took a uh sewing needle and popped it and it was so fucking gross but you know when he talks about finishing and like shoots it past her head yeah yeah it's kind of like that yeah no i know i've seen so i saw one where they popped like a stream yeah spider-man i've seen spider-man i've seen one where they like in the videos and we used to watch them at young life where you like pop where it's like the the biggest cyst ever and they pop it yeah and it looked like soft serve ice cream just coming out of this dude's back and you could have filled a rainier oh, can with it how much would, how much gross. would it cost for you to drink it never you could no. kill me i would never take that money no. i want because that want... is straight infection and pus and blood that's you know all what? It i is. do have a dollar amount for you i want the u.s 
debt, that number, in cash to me. You want over $30 trillion yes. in yes. debt? I no, never, no, no, no. I never want to think <laughs> no. about money again. I want that amount in cash receiving to me, and then I would eat it. Yeah. Nope. Couldn't do it. I still wouldn't do it. $7.3 nope. trillion. Dollars. Still wouldn't it's do it. Not, it's hi, it's Higher over than that. 30. Yeah. It grows by yeah. like billions oh, yeah. a day. Oh yeah. It goes it's yeah, there's over a website a where you can watch it in some cases. Yeah. Yeah. No, never. So I ironically enough, I was listening to the men's room this week and if you did too, you know what I'm about to talk about. On Monday or two no, it was Tuesday, they had what was the most gross thing that came out of your body or medical procedure you had to have done. And both Thrill and Miles, specifically Miles, had like a, a hemorrhoid story or something. Yeah, Miles went in for hemorrhoids uh, surgery at one point. Well, I'm talking about the one where they're sitting. No, it was um, – I'm talking about Steve's story just before it at 2.30, right at 2.30. I, I and he had, a, he had a, a growth on his ass. And he goes, so – I come into the doctor's office, and the best part is the doctor that I know doesn't come and help me out first. They send in a male nurse. So they had me turn around, put the hands on the table, drop my trousers, and the one word you never want to hear come out of the male nurse's mouth is either whoa, ouch, or oh. (laughs) And one of those three came out of his mouth. So then he pulls his pants up. Well, then the doctor comes in. He has to go through the whole rigmarole again. And again... Same one of those three words came out of his mouth. Whoa. And he goes, this thing was painful, like painful. But he had to sit, you know, sit down because they're doing the show. And um, but during the show one day, like an hour in, only an hour in, it's a four hour show. He's sitting there and he's, you know, he's in pain and he's got hemorrhoid cream and trying to get, and all of a sudden he feels it pop. And he goes, it's the greatest feeling of relief you've ever had in your life. Because it was a cyst on his ass. Right, it was a cyst. And it was, I, I remember the story from a previous episode that yeah, he was talking about. he's told about it before. This. And it was just like, the instant relief, but then you realize, oh, all this shit's in my pants. He went to the <laughs> bathroom and he goes, it wasn't even on the ass side. He pulls down his pants and his crotch and pubes are covered in pus and blood, <laughs> and he's still got three hours of show to do live on the that air. Dedicated, right there. I would stuff my drawers <laughs> up with fucking toilet paper. Yep, I'd yeah. be making underwear out of yeah. uh, toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. the old I ones just, away. I don't know what I do at that Take point. Take toilet well, paper and start you just shoving like, it in. Well, like, yeah. and think about this. Little man they're, they're on a radio. <laughs> and think about this. They're on a radio show where their break time is like two songs long or five minutes. So he's got. This thing pops. He's got five minutes to get to the bathroom, clean himself up as best as he can, keep his pubes and everything full of God knows what, and get back on the air, and then sit there for three hours and pretend like nothing. Can you is imagine going the on. smell? No, that's see, that's my problem. To this guy, that's the problem. Is the my thing isn't the the pus or all that. Like I can see that happen and be fine. And yeah, the blood the smell. The, smell. the smell. Because that's rotting flesh no, and infection. Not always. I mean that's the whole thing. It depends on the infection and stuff like that. Sometimes it's just keratin and doesn't do anything. Other times it's if it actually is an infection, yes, it will smell. Ugh. But I, I love the story from nope. the other story that they told of the uh, the oh. incident of the fart with with Ted. No, oh, I missed it. Oh, you have to listen to the greatest story never told. Oh yeah, I don't listen. So, to um, there was the whole thing about that was uh, <laughs> Ted just was not having a good day, and it's like uh, he just lets loose this part that not only like stinks them out of the room, but they're in a soundproof studio that you really shouldn't have smell go out of that room. It went into the production office no down the hall <laughs> Thank and you, I, 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 this was in their old building which i was in at one point and i know the whole layout there's four open offices before it hits the main cubicle area no with another studio right next to it all of it stank out and i bet you the other studio was the 94.1 wasn't it no it was uh what they do for like other stuff for recording for commercials oh, and everything okay. Yeah, um, because I remember a certain day that a certain someone <clears throat> at Bob's, we are in a full warehouse in summer. All the doors are open. All the trucks are back there. <laughs> <laughs> and we're standing around. I'm sure I've told it before. I don't care. It's still amazing. And 
we're all standing around and our boss is handing out our jobs and all that's left in the aisle is me trevor guy hale and jeff and all of a sudden we're standing there and jeff and guy hale go walking by and you see tom go who cracked ass and walked away? <laughs> me and Trevor, me and Trevor are standing there, and then we're waiting. We're like, "What is your problem?" Oh, oh God, oh God! So we look down the aisle and we look at Je- everybody accuses Jeff of doing it. It's like, "What the fuck is your problem?" And 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 T had a great way of making fun of you know, you know, like we know guys do this. It's a fun time to talk and joke. So we start moving down the aisle, start moving down the aisle. This trying is a trying fucking, to get away from it. This is a fucking warehouse. We're moving down a warehouse Costco length aisle to get away from the smell. And it is continuing to follow us no matter where we go and what we do. Finally, we disperse. I get back in the truck and I sit down and we start taking off. And Trevor goes, you know that smell in the aisle? Yeah. That was me. <laughs> Couldn't have let me know to get out of harm's way. Couldn't have said, hey, by the way, it wasn't them. Like, could have just given me a warning and let the other guys suffer. Nah, I was stewing right in there well, with it. Nice That's fucking It just terrible. means you get a courtesy sniffer later no. on. No. <laughs> so, talking about bad gas. I was going to talk about hemorrhoids. <laughs> him first. I love you, okay. but him first. <laughs> Sorry. No, go for it. Bucky was telling me a story about hemorrhoids the other day. Oh, no. And it is about his father. And his father is a big dude. He's he's like a bowling ball. Short, but round. Yeah. And uh, he's got health issues. He's got hemorrhoids. He's got hernias. The whole nine yards. And he's like, I was out at my dad's house a few weekends ago. And we were down at the beach because he lives up in uh, like concrete area. He's got river property, and Dad farted. It's like okay, whatever. Smelt it. It was just god awful smell. And then his dad went, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Bucky turned around, and there's blood going down his dad's oh, legs. Oh no! Going down his legs. He only wears shorts. <laughs> Bucky was like, what the fuck, Dad? And Dad's like, I've been fighting this hernia for months. And Bucky's turning around. Or hemorrhoid? Huh? Hemorrhoid? Hemorrhoid. Okay. And uh, So it decided to pop during a fart. <laughs> God. Oh, no. He farted so hard. You know when you fart and you scratch the itch in your butt? Yeah. 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 So Bucky turned around to let his dad do his thing, get situated. And, like, and his dad was like, Look at this shit. I got to fucking deal with it. Bucky turns around, and his dad's hands are on his ankles with his shorts down and his asshole (laughs) shiny right at Bucky. And his fucking colon, Bucky said, looks like an orange windsock at an airport. Oh, no. (laughs) Just fucking colon flapping outside of his fucking rectum. Wait, his colon was outside his butthole? (laughs) From a fart? Think of an orange... Orange windsock no! at an airport. <laughs> God damn. What? This bowling ball guy, hands on his ankles no. and just flapping around the wind is pulling. <laughs> just blood, pussy, and shitty. Oh. And then turns back around and he's like, fuck, my dad is hung as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, you saw your dad's colon on the outside and the inside. (laughs) I think that's the episode title right there. (laughs) Hung as fuck. Why? My dad is hung as fuck. (laughs) So the best, my favorite was, and I'll get real quick hemorrhoid story. So my poor fiance at one point, um, I'm pretty sure she had a hemorrhoid, but it was back when we were living at um, her best friend's place downstairs. And, uh, so she had one. It wasn't a big deal. You know, she said it was painful. It felt bad for her or whatever. So she, she she called her doctor to tell him about it. And she's had the same doctor forever. And uh, he goes, when you first told me about this, I thought you were joking because you wouldn't stop laughing on the phone because she was so embarrassed and trying to describe it and looking at herself in the mirror. And so for those of you that don't know, my poor fiance has like a fear of pooping in public. She can only really poop at home. I don't know what you call it. And um, poops of she, 
but she seriously came up to me after kind of like everything had settled down and she goes, I think I got a hemorrhoid from trying to poop. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, I was trying to poop at the house before we left somewhere and I was really trying to get it out and it wouldn't go anywhere. It scared it, you know, it got scared away and I was straining so hard. I think that's what caused the hemorrhoid. (laughs) Need a little more uh, fiber. Okay, well now I have now I have two quick stories because you guys brought up hemorrhoids. And <laughs> Go ahead. So the first the first one, uh, you guys want to talk about bad gas? Is my my boss got sur- uh, gastric bypass surgery, and one of the side effects of that is really really fucking bad gas. Yeah, because oh, you had two no. stomach chambers now. Yeah. Why why didn't it work? Sorry, I'm a dick. <clears throat> I know. Uh, <laughs> So Jesus. he is now having the time of his life by clearing the shop out on a daily basis, probably about three or four times a day. Oh <laughs> no! Doors wide open, but doors and you guys, wide open. <laughs> and you guys know my shop. Mm-hmm. It's essentially just a wind tunnel. If you have all the doors, with open, all the yeah, doors open, yeah. and with how windy it's been. Not even like the storm winds that we've had have been able to clear those farts out of the shop. So it's just oh. been like a wonderful. Fog oh, it is that just, just yeah. Stays there. I couldn't yeah. imagine. Oh. And, and imagine this. It's pretty much like a fog. And oh, imagine this yes. when it's hot out in the summertime. Oh god! And that the shit just bakes. Oh fuck! <laughs> so, I haven't even thought about that yet, and now I'm just I. It got to the point where I started. Uh, I went down to my truck and the understairs of the shop and grabbed my respirator just like, just so I could work (laughs) fucking wow. Yeah. That's how bad they are. And yeah, but the hemorrhoid story, we had a guy in basic training who got hemorrhoids and they were so bad that he was shitting out like part of his intestines. Yeah. No, like they was it was bad, and you knew which toilet he used because they were stained like pink. Oh, uh, yeah. And this oh, went on. No. This went on for a while, and he ended up getting uh, recycled into another uh, unit. Unit, yeah, because he just had really, really fucking bad hemorrhoids. That is so bad. I don't. I mean, I don't know how. You, honestly, could I ask the scientific question, Thomas? You'll probably ask this. How do you get those? I don't know. I have no idea. You know that one. Isn't it like tearings of your... Well, because I thought it was sitting... Like, they say that most of the way to get them is to sit down too long and stuff like that. So, like, when you go and take a shit, like, if you try to push too hard, you can tear parts down there. And when that tears, it can start a hemorrhoid, and that's, like, pretty much like... It's pretty much a zit in your ass. You know what? Thank God I have a great... Diet, and I have no problem pooping at all. Got I mean, I, I don't I mean, have I a great diet. I, honestly, I still have no problem. Pooping. I don't know, like I don't know about you guys, but I honestly poop twice a day mm-hmm. because of the amount I eat because of lifting and kickboxing, and what I eat is constantly just meat and veggies. <clears throat> so my fiber intake is great, and when I poop, there is the only problem I have with pooping is the cleanup isn't always great because it's typically like softer. Get a bidet. I can't do it. I just yes, can't. you can. I can't stand the idea of a toilet squirting into my butt. Okay, do the next head. best. Do the next best. Next best thing what is wife? getting a uh, a dual uh, dual filament thing for your for the water valve that comes off. Okay, and have a small sprayer. oh squirt sprayer like you have on the sink. There you go. Spray your butthole down. Well, it's it's a, actually very no one heard that. I know, because I mumbled it. Yeah, no, you yeah. don't mumble it. You just do this like really low voice. But that was fun Friday night. Tell your story first, and then I'm gonna <laughs> tell that part. No, go. I, I don't. Care. Oh, it wasn't anything weird. We so Friday night we went out cosmic bowling again. The the four of us, uh, because you and this dumbass books it. I mean, not his fault. 100 percent not his fault. I'm more mad at the bowling alley. Books it for 9:30. What time do I, what time do I normally leave leave the bar to go to bed? Like 10 o'clock. So he's like, yeah, I booked it for 9.30. I'm like, I am really excited to do this. I'm not so sure how well I'm going to hold up. Coming from the resident old man, old man. Yeah. Oh, I am. See, and so, But the thing is, the, yeah. the, the problem is I do so many bad things to my body, weightlifting every day, 
kickboxing three times a week and construction where I'm lifting pipe all day long, my body is just in a constant state of being destroyed. (laughs) But anyway, so you know the voice he gets? The voice. When he's drunk? Yes. So his significant other was drunk already, and he was on his way. And I went up to bowl, and I threw my ball, and I knew his voice had already come out. He had already started doing it. (laughs) And after the second I dropped the ball and turned around, he said something, and she goes, oh, my gosh, you're drunk. That's the voice. And she looked at me like she was so proud of herself for hearing it for the first time. It was pretty damn funny. You do become Maurice when you get really drunk. You do. Yeah, I know. But obnoxiously, like you stick your finger in my mouth. (laughs) <laughs> he does it when he's sober no that was when he was drunk he was pissed drunk at ccr pissed uh, drunk yeah. little does fraser week? know that was the night his finger went in his butt <laughs> how was your week louise how are your hemorrhoids <laughs> about that time <laughs> pretty good <laughs> <laughs> just gonna leave that there <laughs> no hemorrhoids for me do you guys have anything weird or crazy or fun? I, had, typic- a, I had a full-blown uh, <clears throat> claustrophobia attack yesterday. I've never had it in a crawl space. Yeah, what happened? It is by far the worst crawl space I've ever been in. It's what? Go you, on. I mean, you've known, like, I've told you all the stories of the shit that I've been through. Oh, I'm, the crawl, space, I'm the crawl space monkey. Everyone yeah, but, in here knows I'm okay, the first guy it's in. It's army crawl the entire way. Really? That's right. <laughs> Uh, it's army crawl the entire time. Oh yeah. Um, it's an old Everett house. So oh yeah. But this thing has had so many renovations. I don't know how many at this point. So is the is it underneath like just all fucked up because there's is, so many there's different add-ons. No vapor barrier. There, it's army crawl. There is insulation all over the place. There is so much gas pipe, electrical, water pipe, sewage that is capped off, cut. I don't know what works and what doesn't. Oh, shit. It is so fucked that it is crazy. The reason why I had a claustrophobic attack was I'm in this corner trying to grab the wire that I have pushed into the crawl space at this point. Right. Which I can't get at a normal place because gas pipe is so low and it cannot move. I can't get there. Right. So I'm reaching through a tiny hole in this corner that I can get to this wire. So I'm ramming my head into the corner right? full of spiders, all insulation, everything, trying to get this wire. And I'm fishing and fishing. I can't get shit. And I'm screaming to somebody outside to try to push more in, push the wire in a different way that I can get it. No one's responding. Mm. I'm down there for five minutes trying to do this. And I just said... Nope, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> wow. I have never had an experience like that before. 70, and the worst one I was ever in, um, it wasn't even that the crawl space was small. It was kind of like what you were saying. It was just poorly set up. And it was in, I want to say Sammamish. I think it was a job. No, it was a job that Louise and I were on. Um, but we went down, when I went down to the cross, not you, the other Louise, <laughs> this Louise, that, when you did would, he work for Bob? This, this, Louis, <laughs> this, this Louise hates Mexicans, even though he's Dominican. Um, oh, I got a story on that actually. But anyway, so I went downstairs or I went down to the crawl space. Cause again, I'm the, I, ironically enough, I'm the crawl space monkey. I worked with two guys that were under five foot seven. And our boss showed up and goes, where's Frazier in the crawl space? Like, what the fuck are you making him get in the crawl space for? They're like, we can't stop him. He just jumps in. I like crawl spaces. I can take a nap. I can, as long as I do my job in the crawl space, I'll take an extra half hour nap and pretend, you know. If it's clean and it's actually, you know. No, I don't like, care. I, oh. I don't care. Because, well, I mean, as long as it's not rat shit. Because I'll get down there and what they do is they'd have you run the line set. And then they'd say, you know, hey, clamp it up to the beams or whatever, right? Well, I'd just take an extra half hour doing it and take a nap or listen to stuff or whatever, chill out, because there's nothing else for me to do once that job gets done except for twiddle my thumbs. So anyway, I get down into this crawl space, and it's almost like the layout of the crawl space matched the layout of the house. Every room had jail cell-like two-by-fours, so you couldn't oh, get they into— did that? Yeah. So each room had its own small concrete foundation— on every room 
And then it had these like jail cell like two by fours. So if you think like a jail, like a, a, a cage, yeah. but it's made out of two by fours and each room had its own little doorway that you had to crawl through. Structurally, it's a great idea, but oh, yeah. good lord, does it blow to and, go do anything. And getting from where the crawl space was into the main hallway, if you will, where the 16-inch trunk line was, you had to go over concrete and then either choose to go over the 16-inch pipe or under it. So you have concrete first, which is, let's say, three, four inches up. The crawl space itself is probably no more than 20 inches tall. Well, a little more than that because obviously I'm not four inches deep. And then you have to army crawl over this concrete and then either under the pipe or over the pipe. And obviously under the pipe was the best way. So you had to – I physically had to crawl under it and hold my breath and continue to crawl until my body was until my torso was through because if I tried to take a physical breath while I was crawling either direction I couldn't physically breathe so I had to breathe in with my diaphragm and go under it and then to get to anywhere in the house took 15 minutes to crawl there mm-hmm. because each room you had to come out of the room go into the hallway go into that room or I had to you know whatever and then on top of it I'm going up and over this trunk line three or four times it was a nightmare. Anyway, we were trying to ask Louise what he did this week. Anything fun, interesting, explosive? Um, hemorrhoids? Sexual? No hemorrhoids. <laughs> um, today, we had no ladder, step stool. We had to be in a 100-degree attic, mm-hmm. removing insulation because of a chimney, um, roof damage, and... You only you have to do a pull up to get up there, into the attic. Yeah, so it's like five times, like taking a break, going back down, and just pull up every time. So are you removing the insulation around yeah. the chimney. Yeah. I'm assuming what's going on is the roof and the chi- the flange around the chimney is leaking, so they have to replace the roof there. But the water's coming in. Something was busted. Okay. Like, I think it was falling apart. That's a better question. I asked the same question. <laughs> and it wasn't my <laughs> it wasn't my rig. He's an apprentice. Yeah. I, it's not his job. Do you want to come over to the HVAC side? I thought it was the apprentice's job to grab the ladder. Nope. Mm-hmm. No, no. If you're working on someone else's rig and they're the journeyman, <clears throat> their job is to have the tools. Your job is to go fetch it for them. Yes. But your their job Fair is though. to have the tools, know how to use the tools, and know where to tell you to get the tools. Right, and um, yeah, we get up there, we check it out. No fluff, it was just just straight. Just drywall. Just, and um, live rat traps. Oh, In the attic? In Fun. the attic. Nice. Was there rat shit everywhere? No sign of rats. Okay, Nothing. well, that's good. Paranoia. That's good. Nothing. Maybe it was Probably wasn't just people put them up the there rats. to make sure. Still, though, at that point, you're in a fucking minefield. Yeah. Pretty much. Damn. Maybe they got scuttled. No, remember, <laughs> there's no insulation at this point. It's all out. Mm. You can see everything. Mm. Mm. Yeah. This is just one um, of those sketchy situations. That was that was pretty wild. So what were you doing? Were you bagging up the insulation? Yeah. Did you have a vacuum or anything, or you have to do this by hand? Um, it wasn't loose. It was like in strips. Oh, oh like so you did it by hand. Like, How old is this house? Uh, I'm not sure when it was built, but I'd say like over 30. Yeah, it had in, to have been. in Seattle because oh, okay, yeah, that's why. So, because now they do the blow insulation, like looks like snow. Mm-hmm. Late, I, it, that'd be late 80s, early 90s. I mean, after 96 is when they started doing all the blow insulation. Is it? Mm-hmm. I have no idea when they started, but especially in Seattle, when they did the laydown insulation. I feel like there's a sexual joke in there somewhere. The amount but of times we use the word it. blow, yeah, yeah, there should be. Yeah. Where's the blow? Why was the snowman smiling? Because <laughs> <laughs> the snowblower was coming down the, the street. The snowblower was coming down the street. <laughs> <laughs> I heard, uh, what was the one? We were listening to a comedian today on the way here, <laughs> and he said uh, Elon Musk was, uh, oh, I have a couple little rants to go on, too. Oh, um, great. Last ones of the season. 
Um, he said something about Elon Musk uh, wanting to buy Twitter and all that. And he goes, you know what? Elon Musk is the GOAT. And for those of you that don't know, one of the main people that's blocking him from buying Twitter is a Saudi Arabian guy, a prince. He goes, and we all know that Elon Musk is the GOAT. That's why the Saudis are trying so hard to fuck him on this one. <laughs> Damn. And Andrew Schultz, people. You know, the, you know the Saudis were the first to invent the condom, right? And then it was the year. Then they took it out of the goat. Took it out of the goat. Yeah. (laughs) Did you actually know, honest, like true trivia? The original uh, condoms that they made were so thick you could. They were made to be washed and reused. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were washable. And they were made out of like pig (laughs) pig intestines. Yes. Well, I mean, hey, it holds a hot dog together. But anyway, so my first rant was... Um, really quick before your rant, I do have a question. Hit me. Have you guys ever thought about the fact that bologna is just hot dog pancakes? Yes, I've known that. That's not a mystery to anybody. Mm. I didn't think about it. And so guess what? Thank you for that knowledge. Yeah, and guess welcome. what? Salsa is just Mexican marinara. Yes, it is. You take that back. That's not, it, not wrong. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. It's just spicy marinara sauce for Mexicans. Right, Louise? Right. That's right. That's right. That bothers me. That's, I'm not wrong. No, no, it just bothers me. <laughs> Your Italian side's rebelling. Yes. He's like, fuck off. Um, fuck What you can do, it's tomato, it's tomato sauce that's spicy, whereas yours is not. That's the only difference. Only one's chunky, one's not. Yeah, one's chunky, one's pureed. Anyway, so my first rant is kind of more mild because uh, – I Are we typically, still going off the salsa joke right now? No. Typically, I listen to the BJ Shea Morning Experience on the way into work, and I turn it on because typically the Beat the Producer trivia game's on. Well, I turned it on because I got to my car a little early. It was warmed up. I was trying to just leave to get to work, and they brought up the Elon Musk buying over Twitter thing, which is fine and because it's a news story. But typically... And the reason I listen to BJ Shea in the morning is because it's right up the middle. There's no politics on either side. There's no bashing anybody. It's like it's clearly an idiot or clearly not or a survey. Well, they brought up Elon <clears throat> Musk, and he Elon Musk said something about how he doesn't own a house. He doesn't own a house. He stays at friends' houses. That's just what he does. And BJ went off on this massive five-minute rant, and you could tell the whole time that Steve was trying to calm him down and just – you know, saying that Elon's an arrogant this, that, and the other. And I was like, I don't know why I need to put this out there, but I was like, really? Like, this is where I go to not hear about your opinion about politics. Why are you going off about a person that you've never met, you don't know? Yeah, he's made all his money because he's been smart and created Tesla, SpaceX, PayPal, whatever and just losing your shit on the air for everyone to hear. He just had a relapse of what his old ways. Could be, he, yeah. Because he go off of that. Up. He used to do that all, all the, the time. time. Right, and I was like... Killing hit therapy. Right, and I was like, you've never met the guy. How do you know? You know, whatever. But anyway, the second rant is more important because I was coming home, and I drive through Muckleteo by Boeing and specifically by Amazon. There's a lot of buses, city transportation buses. And I am not kidding you. On the back of this bus, it said overdose or something along the lines to the degree of overdosing is not permanent. Death is something like that. And the next part I am quoting verbatim. Carry a can of Narcan and don't let your friends use drugs alone. It's not my problem. Exactly. And this is on a public bus paid for by our tax dollars. And there is a sign telling me to carry Narcan and always to be around my friends when they're abusing drugs. They are paying the the Metro service to put that up there. Right. With our money. No, 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 no. They are paying Metro to advertise on their property. Right. But where do they get the money from? I'm not saying. Taxes. I'm not saying. Well, that depends on who's doing the advertising. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. I see. It. But still, the so public a company that advertised that specific thing has nothing to do with community transit. But yeah. the city still is allowing it. The city could shut that shit down right, right there. The city right. approved of it. Right. Still, that's my point, though. We're allowing 
signs. Our tax dollars to be promoting that. Right. That's a better way to put it. Yeah. We're allowing yeah. ourselves to promote the idea that everyone should carry Narcan. And oh, by the way, on top of it, not only should you carry Narcan, which actually, by the way, especially in Seattle, maybe not a bad idea. Maybe, <laughs> depending on how you look at it. It's up to you. Depending. But, but beyond that, the next line that absolutely enraged me, don't let your friends use alone. I'm supposed to go down to the nearest drug den and hang out and make sure no one overdoses. That's my job now. No, it's not. No, they fucking chose. And I, you can talk to anybody who's been an addict. You and I are friends. Me and Max are friends with addicts. Um, one we've been very close to Thomas helped out a lot with that. We're supposed to be there and idly stand by just in case shit goes fucky. No, no. And this is supposed to kick them in the ass and tell them to get that shit out of their body. Publicly being advertised. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is ridiculous. It is what what the you know why? Because people don't like accountability. That's what it. I, that's what I go down to. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, what's the word for it? Depends. I don't know what you're thinking. Uh, Thank God. Like a, uh, allowing allowing them to keep doing it or enabling. Yeah, enabling. That's enabling. exactly what it is. You're yeah. encouraging enabling. Yeah. And. Well, they gotta make money somehow. The other, Again, the other I, part of it is, is like the more you use narc, it's Narcan is one of those things where you, the more you use it, the more you build up a, a tolerance to it really, it. really fast. Yeah, and because you're not so, supposed to have it in your yeah. system. It's not supposed to be something yeah. you use. But again, I mean, as a brother of someone who is an addict, you want me to stand by at all times with a can of Narcan just in case something happens. Fuck it, let them die. I just think it's stupid. Well, not, I mean, beyond that, not even that, the, the message of it was be there with them all the time yeah. just in case. It's like friends don't let friends use alone. Carry Narcan. That's exactly, almost verbatim what it said. I, I just think it's stupid that um, we there are drugs out there that can stop you cold turkey from doing this stuff and make it so you don't want to do this right. ever again. But it's not approved by the FDA. It's approved in Canada. It's approved in Mexico. We can't get it because of the FDA, and I think it's the stupidest goddamn thing in the world. Well, not yeah, only, because not the more that, that they use, the... the more that our taxpayer dollars will pay for the Narcan, and the more money the government gets for it. Well, here's the problem, and I heard this the other day, which is, the, in my opinion, the truth. Unfortunately, so they're all connected. Want a beer? Beer. Beer. It's the last one. Oh, is the last beer? one on the last episode. There you go. Um, for the last brain Unfortunately, cell. so I think they did, they looked it up. And the L.A. County or California spends over $2 billion on the quote-unquote homeless problem. Well, as a lot of documentaries have shown, most of the homeless problem, about 99% of it, is drug abusers. So it's all connected. And the problem is now the homeless problem has become a money-making thing. People are, and I can say this because I'm helping build them. Building homeless shelters that like the little shacks with toilets and little yeah. showers or whatever, it's become a money making business. There, th- we get paid for it. The company that we work for that's building the shelter- shelters gets paid for it. We're just doing the plumbing. It's become a money making business, and there's no actual incentive to fix the actual root of the problem because creating homes, low income housing, and all that has become a profit. Do you know how much the average house, and this is from Bill Maher, who's a very much a liberal guy. Do you know what the average homeless shelter house, those little shacks they make, costs in California right now to make? Not to sell, to make. Mm, 30000 Over $800,000. Just for one? For one. Because of the amount of people that get red tape, permits, materials all the people that inspect it the whole nine yards it has become a money-making racket and it will never get fixed unless we incentivize actually fixing the problem there is a way of stopping putting a giant cog in that whole uh, like a wrench in that whole cog system it's just flat out deny doing it what do you mean anybody who's in the trades at that point who is you know is employed to build these things fucking just say no well i mean you could but again, then you have the problem of it's not you like me. <clears throat> In my case, it's my boss who's being told by the boss who's being told by the owner. I, I get that, but I'm just saying it should come down to the whole aspect of like, go on strike. People, Essentially, if, yeah. if, like if people, it, it's not that you don't want the work. 
hell, we all want the work because Absolutely. making money is lovely. But it doing stupid work for a cause that's not going to do anything mm-hmm. other than perpetuate the cycle makes no fucking sense. Oh, agreed. And well, and, and I heard I heard a theory, a good theory would be let's say they take, you know, let's say that 2 billion dollars they spend in California. And I can't remember if that's California or LA County, so forgive me. Um, I'd have to look at the numbers again. Um, but let's say a company goes, we'll fix the homeless problem. Or the government says we'll fix the homeless problem, but this is how we're going to do it. Cool. You fix it and get it from X amount of people to X amount of people. You know, you, you shrink it by 500,000 people. Let's just, there's just a, a number for you. You get a billion of that $2 billion. Incentivize actually fixing the problem because right now, think about like just like other incentives as well, like right. tax breaks, whatever you, it's anything, like, other, like a anything. number of different yeah. things. Yeah, if you actually there's a million different incentives you could throw out there, but right now there's no incentive because it keeps so many people employed, busy, and pockets filled. And right now, what we need to do is, like I said, fix the problem and not, you know, my opinion. And it's just getting worse. Oh, it is. Oh, it's no, no question about it. It's getting worse. I mean, and we can go off of the whole police aspect of it as well, be, due to city councils and everything else, of taking the teeth away from the, our actual police, of making it so, oh, it's a lesser crime now. Fuck off. Well, Are you it, kidding me? My favorite was six months ago, they took, um, they passed a law, for those of you that might not be here in the Seattle area, they passed a law that stated that if someone assaulted, robbed, whatever. Doesn't matter if it's a felony, whatever. But they did it, quote, under duress, they could not face jail time and they could get off. Basically, it's pleading insanity. The problem is under duress included being under the influence of narcotics, of any narcotic. So being under duress, so basically if I was under the influence of drugs and I shot you, I could plead insanity. Instead of taking responsibility. Speaking of that, did you hear about I don't know, I heard it on the radio last week. Some dude broke into this Republican's house, and they used their Second Amendment and shot the guy, but didn't kill him. And Named him. The burglar sued and won the lawsuit because their format outside their front door says, everybody's welcome. I didn't hear about that. Are, Are you fucking, fucking serious? Me? He's like, I went into this house. I felt welcomed. Their map said, everybody's welcome. Uh, that's a right up there with the lady that spilled coffee on herself and right. sued because she yeah. didn't, cause didn't she, know it was hot. Nobody well, said it was hot. Right. And I mean, we've all heard the one of the, I think it was fictional at first, but it turned out to be real of the guy, the burglar that fell through the roof or whatever. Oh, no, that's real. And got injured. And because he, because the roof was bad, yeah. the lady, the old lady that lived there got sued. Yeah. And the burglar won the case, even though he was trying to break into her house. I, I hate the legality of it and not using common sense and legal anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, just are you fucking kidding me? It's like what's right and wrong. No, no, use fucking common fucking sense. Well, it's not. I, I wouldn't That's say it's more common incentive. sense. I wouldn't say it's common sense. I'd say it's a morality issue. People know very, like I said, the burglar knows he's in the wrong, knows what he's doing is wrong. Falling through a roof. That's not com- I mean, that's not common sense. That's morality. He has the yeah. balls to turn around and sue whoever it is because, hey, your roof was bad and I was on top of it. Well, what the fuck were you doing up there to begin with? Oh, I was trying to break in. Right. Why? Why do I that- feel like we've done like a Daniel Sloss kind of special right now? Funny, funny, funny. Ted, 20-minute TED Talk at the end. Oh, yeah. We'll come back <laughs> that's to the ma- That's majority of our episodes. <laughs> it is. Right? No, but that's, that's just more of an incentive to get uh, formats that say, fuck you, fuck off, you're not welcome, go away. Yeah. If you're not invited, fuck off. Yeah, what's that? Trespassers will be shot. Survivors will, survivors will be shot again. Yeah. There will be no warning shots. Ammo's expensive. Yep. <laughs> I... I I am all for posting signs around whatever place that I end up saying no trespassing and then right under it all over the place. No trespassing, no warning shots. You ammo. will die. <laughs> I would just say at the end, ammo is expensive. <laughs> I don't need a reason. Get off my property. Hippity hoppity got off my property. 
That's a great one. I want that as a sh- I I want that as a, a Hallmark card. You ever seen that? No, it's a floor mat. Hippity hoppity, get the hell off my property. It's a frog holding a a shotgun. A break girl shotgun. I've never seen that before. Really? I need that. Yeah, I've never heard of that. I've never seen. Oh my god, it's so funny. But I wanted a bunny, like a really cute innocent bunny with like an AK or an RPG. See, what's funny, Frazier, is that there's actually a skit of Kermit the Frog actually saying that and pulling out a gun. Really? Yes. Huh. Yeah, Louise knows all about that AR life. <laughs> I have a photo of his immaculately groomed body holding Jordan's AR. Oh, yeah. Why did you make him sound like he was naked while he was holding yeah. Jordan's <laughs> I AR? I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. You were immaculately. I believe your exact words were his immaculately groomed body. I know it came out not how I wanted it to. No, you, it came out exactly how you wanted it. Highly fantasized. I'm sorry. No, you're not. No, I you're really not. apologize. No, you're not. Look, he's all bright and blushing. Uh, <laughs> is there another picture we don't know about? <laughs> Luis? So, Cat's out of the bag, dude. Sorry. We did share a tent. <laughs> we did. <laughs> did you share it with that guy? Yeah, I was there, too. There was a lot of dudes in one tent. Not mine. That, yeah. By the way, I, okay. I, have we told the story on the podcast of, of Super Helper trying to get out of that fucking camping trip? My fucking God, no. And the three... We oh, we, okay, we have to tell that story that and then... And then end the episode. And this is why we found out. And this is why he's cert- no longer in our friends. Group. Well, not only that, but certain people later on. Certain people later on should have known better not to lie to multiple people in different lies. Because this was example exhibit A of why you don't do that. Would you like to tell? Yeah, I would. <laughs> so uh, we were all going on this camping trip for a weekend over in Eastern Washington and he, I went out to the bar the weekend beforehand or the week. Yeah. I think it was like a Monday or a Tuesday right before the camping trip. And he was there and somebody else there was talking about having a hot tub party. Mm-hmm. And he was oh, like, Oh yeah, I'll be there. No problem. And I looked at Brian. I was like, aren't, you going on the camping trip that weekend and that's where things get a little fuzzy trying to remember like where else we caught him in a lie well he also told he told Frazier one but Brian was also Brian was supposed to bring a tent he was supposed to bring Blake with him super helper Oh, or do we care anymore? Oh. What was the story he told you? Anyways, but Blake is different than Super yeah, Helper. Yeah, he was right. supposed to bring Blake. Yeah. Oh, oh no, not but he was that. he was saying Super Helper's real name. Hang on. So he so Super Helper was supposed to bring the pots and pans, oh, and the, the and the tent, and he was giving Blake a ride. That was yeah. his thing. Did you tell him? Did you tell him? The I line? told him. Uh, yeah, I told him about the one that I caught him in because I was at the bar. Well, but that and but he the, was talking about going to the hot tub party at. No, no, no. Uh, he said he house. couldn't get the car to you, but we found out later he was going to the hot tub party. That's what he wanted to do. And that Thursday morning, I pulled into work, and he texted me as I'm sitting there, and said, "Hey." I can't make it because I'm trying to buy a house and there's all this stuff I need to do and I need to go to the bank on a Saturday. He told me he had to go to the bank to do paperwork on a Saturday. Now, I don't know about you, but there's not many banks open on Saturday. And I Mm -hmm. doubt, like I have one branch open, but it's for a short window of time. And then I texted Max after that. And well, first thing I texted him back, I said, you're supposed to bring the tent for... Louise, Max, me, and Blake. You're supposed to bring Blake. You're supposed to bring beer. By the way, I was bringing food. Yeah. We were all bringing different foods. So we all had our responsibilities split up. And then he says all this nonsense. So then I told Max about it either on the way over or the day before or whatever. Or I texted you. And that's, over. and that's when we found out that he had lied to you because he said he couldn't get the car because his brother needed it. And then later we found out that 
somebody at the bar who is a female was having a hot tub party for her yeah, birthday. I already know who it was. Yeah, well, yeah, we all do. Yeah, because I was at the bar when they were talking about it, and Brian was like, oh, yeah, I'm going. Right. So he was trying to get out of the camping trip to do that. Yeah. Which actually would have made things a hell of a lot better. Oh, it would have. We should have really just let him go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> And yes, I'm looking at you, Frazier. I'm sorry. But hey, it drove the nail in the coffin. Yes, it did. That wasn't the nail in the coffin, though. It was for me. It was was, that the thing. Well, yeah. It was when we were helping out our friend. That's 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 also where we got the phrase, fuck the park ranger. No, I know. But that's what I'm saying. That Thankfully, that camping trip is where we drove the nail in the coffin. That drove a nail in the coffin. Did you just fart? I didn't. Jeez. That's what that noise was? Dude, I'm really surprised you didn't smell my farts in the car ride over here. No, I was too busy smelling I was, coffee. I was ripping ass the entire time. And then, yeah, you made me spill my fucking coffee. I made you the meth lab. The rolling meth lab in front of us was pulling into our lane, and I hit the brakes, and you smacked your you coffee on You should have warned me. How am I supposed to warn you? I have a, I'm have watching an RV pull into our lane. I can either I hit know, the brakes or about, tell you. How about something like, oh, shit, hold on. I did. I said, fuck. As the, the what? He doesn't watch anything. No, there is a RV oh, that is around. About that. Yeah, there is an RV that looks like it got pulled out of a swamp. Like, it's growing stuff on the outside of the RV. Windows are bashed in. This thing can move, because I've seen it be driven. <laughs> I just tell the tow truck driver to turn around and take it back. <laughs> Because, like, I, I, I be like, stuck with it. when I saw the guy in there, like, this guy is beyond, com- like, when you say somebody looks fucked up, like, he takes it to, like, a whole nother mile. Huh. Well, we just paid for three of them to get off our property that have been sitting waiting for paperwork to be our possession for the last three years. Fuck Shit. that. And then we had to pay, like, $950 a piece to get them sent away. Fucking hell. Oh, 